you, God, for just allowing us to wake up another day, having another opportunity to worship you, another opportunity to be led by you, another opportunity to give you praise, another opportunity to believe in you, another opportunity to trust in you, another opportunity to wait on you, another opportunity to look up to you, another opportunity to spend time with you, another opportunity to stand up, another opportunity to know who we are, another opportunity to step up in our faith, another opportunity to level up in everything that you put inside of us. And we thank you for it. We say hallelujah, God. That's the highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 For you never giving up on anyone else. Hallelujah. For you continuously to show forth your faithfulness. Hallelujah. For using us to be a blessing. Hallelujah. For allowing our eyes to see. Ears to hear. Heart to understand. Open. Allowing us to be willingly open for you. We thank you God for obedience. Because through our obedience we see transformation taking place. And we thank you for it Father. We're coming up higher in you. Continue to give us words of wisdom. Continue to give us words of wisdom. Continue to give us words of wisdom. And continue to allow our hearts to be open to receive from you. There are people all over this nation, all over the world, who are hungry for you, God. Some aware and some not aware. But the big, the big picture is that we all created to live with you and never created to live without you. So we lift up each other right now. That we no longer disobey that hunger and thirst that's on the inside of our being, which is your voice to call us back to you even closer and closer. Get closer. Allow us to embrace your words of wisdom. And to see the significance of how important it is to be wise in everything that we do, every thought that we think, and every word that we speak. Prosperity is not based upon materialistic gain. Prosperity is based upon spiritual gain. Abundance is based upon spiritual gain. Many people are believing that they're blessed because of whatever's taking place naturally and not even having any gifts spiritually so it won't prosper but I pray right now that we begin to want the things that will cause us to prosper spiritually in order for things to manifest naturally in and through our lives So many of us walking around not even aware we don't have a love walk. We just being kind. A lot of us know how to, to play the game. And that's exactly what a lot of us are doing, Father. We're playing the game. They consider it as a game to be played. Oh, I know when to use faithful words. I know when to praise. I know when to do this and when to do that. It's not know when to do or when time to do. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. 
It's who you are And not what you're trying to tap into And tap out of You're either going to believe Or you don't believe There is no sometime There's no majority of the time It's either you're believing Or you're not It's no way we're going to say we believe in healing working power and we're going home prematurely due to whatever demonic attack or obstacle that's trying to come against our health. There's no way we're going to look around begging for anything when we are righteous. And you would never forsake the righteous. And because of the blood, you're using those who are righteous to get those who are unrighteous so they can be aware of their righteousness. That's why I thank you, God, for giving me such a hunger to come away. And when I come away with you, it's just not a blank in your presence. I'm open. I allow you to change me first before I go and try to be a change to any person, any place, or anything. We don't have to exaggerate. And there are many of us who keep testifying, testifying every little small pinpointing thing. Just so people can know that you're not excluded out the bunch of the blessing because everyone else is receiving their blessing or testifying their blessings. So you feel as though if you're not saying anything, then people are going to think you're not blessed. But that's all deception. You're in this generation because you're blessed. Not because of nothing that we're doing on our own. Because what Christ done already on our behalf. That's why you walk around burning light, yoke free. We're trying to work something that God has already worked out for us. That's why it's easy to be patient. I'm going to tell you why Christ fell asleep on the boat in the midst of a terrible storm. Because God gave him a promise. And his assignment was to fulfill his call to be portrayed in the hands of man. To be crucified. So he can't be resurrected. So we can have total freedom and victory over all demonic forces and be brought back into our Heavenly Father again. And that didn't happen yet. So he knew he nothing could, in this world could take his life because he did not lay it down until it was time to. So any demonic attack or any obstacle or any child tribulation come your way, it has to bow because your assignment is not over yet. If God promised you marriage, it's no way you're going to die single. If God promised you, come on somebody. If he promised you a business, if he promised you a church, if he, whatever he promised you in your purpose, if it didn't come to pass yet, then whatever obstacle come your life, it has to bow. So why are you submitting unto the obstacle? Why are you submitting unto the trial and tribulations? Stop it. It's so important to pray. Not 15 of us out of the whole nation. We all should pray. Prayer is important. Every day God showed me the significance of the power of prayer. The enemy is plotting, therefore we're praying. You understand? We got angels that go forth and do what we ask of them according to the will of God in our life. So what does that look like? Your angels moving on your behalf because someone interceded on you, but you're not interceding for anybody else's angels to move. But they will because intercession is the purpose of praying in the spirit. Pray for what we ought not to pray for. Pray for what we ought to pray for. Not what we ought not. Because sometimes we pray for what we ought not to pray for. The spirit man knows what to pray for. Hallelujah. Let's just thank you, God, for your presence. And during this time of fasting, for those who are fasting, I pray, God, that they stop being so dramatic. We gotta stop being so dramatic. 
If your heart is not in it, it's, no, it's pointless. You're just wasting your time. If you don't seek any change in your life, or you're just doing it for a health reason, or to lose weight, then it's pointless to you. Not even gaining anything spiritually, because you're taking your fast as a natural sense, as a natural cause, as a natural experience. Everybody don't have to know that you're fasting. Everybody don't have to know you're praying. Everybody don't have to know everything that's taking place. What you do in secret, you will be, be rewarded openly. Father, I thank you. <sighs> I ask God for, I love children. I've worked over 15 years with young children. All over the world, from all over the world. I, don't, I worked with children that was from India, Pakistan, Egypt, Africa. Russia. I work with children from every nation. I had a child from every nation. The Caribbean, everywhere. And I learned every culture. And I, I looked at every child. And I you know, I observed every child and their culture, their families. And I, I, just, I just love kids. And I thank God for me being a great mom. And I ask God, I, I desire more children. I'm not the woman that says... Um, I don't want any kids because of any financial situation or any health situation or any age situation. When you begin to see the significance of being fruitful and having a bloodline and having children, an offspring of children that's standing up and, and replenishing the earth after you, a pun generation, a pun generation. Come on. Hallelujah. But the point of, I'm saying this is God keep showing me me mothering me mothering me nurturing me nurturing i will nurture natural, my natural children but god is this is a spiritual thing taking place you're feeding you're nurturing god said to me i'm nurturing i'm loving on his children i'm feeding his children and while i'm feeding his who jesus your presence is strong oh hallelujah while i'm feeding his children i'm nurturing his my god <laughs> Sometimes you can't finish when we're... Woo, Jesus. <laughs> Whenever he shows up, he's releasing something. I'm, I'm open, God. But when you're nurturing, it's so important to nurture. When you have a child, you nurture it. If it's something that you love, you nurture it. A lot of us are nurturing materialistic things. We're nurturing our cars. We're nurturing our phones. We're nurturing our clothes. Spending all this time keeping your clothes, this, this, that. And that's nothing wrong with that. You spend all this time, someone actually bump up to your car, so you scratch your car, you go berserk. I mean, it's like we're nurturing. We spend so much time doing this to our car, investing in our cars and in our things materialistically, but we're not nurturing ourselves spiritually. We're not nurturing those around us. You have to nurture. Y'all keep giving me the word nurture. We, we, we keep thinking that if you keep warning people, some of us are called to give warnings from God. And that's okay. Like I told God, like I told some people, your message is yours and mine is mine, but it's all unto the glory of God. I'm not, I'm not, God can use me to warn people. He can. But it's not to take it out of the tips of love. Love is the first and foremost of all things. Because God is that. That's who He is. That's what we feel, but that's who He is. That's His DNA. So without that, you don't have a message. Without that, you don't have anything. So we can't be just cutting people all the time. Because you're going to lose the people. Because who wants to be cut when they already know that they are doing wrong? It's like they're on the ground and they know they're on the ground and yet you're cutting them. That's the works of the, of the enemy. Because when you're down, he's trying to make sure you stay down. But God is a helping hand. He reaches out his hand to lift you up, not out of fear. Fear is not going to cause you to walk with God. It's going to cause you to run from God because you're afraid. Who wants to hear as a sinner, you're going to hell unless you do this? You're scaring them. John's message out of warning was, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That means he don't want you to be excluded from the finished work of God. So for you to be included, you have to repent. In order to receive Christ, in order to be born again, in order to receive everything he has for you, you have to repent and walk out of your old ways into the new. That was John's message. His message is not, oh, you are a sinner. Sinners, they, they reap eternal death, eternal hell. 
There is an hell. It's not available yet unto Satan. Satan is in the pit. I know. I've been there. I only say what I, my father tells me to say because I have experienced it. I see what it's like in, in, in uh, the pit. Hallelujah. He don't go to hell until we are taken up into heaven. That's where he goes to his eternal place when we go to our eternal place. Hallelujah. When you walk in love and you embrace God, he reveals so many mysteries. And let me let me say this. Let me let me say this and put this out there. Do not think that it's not okay for you to warn people. Just be led by God. Let me say it like that. Say what only God wants you to say and how He wants you to say it. Because some of us are called to warn people, but you gotta know while you're warning people, you have to do it out of love. You have to do everything out of love. And you have to do it out of love. And God just keeps showing me, me lying down spiritually. I'm pregnant spiritually. I'm always spiritually pregnant. I keep telling God all the time. There's always a time to push. And sometimes the the labor can be intense to feel like it's a real natural labor. And sometimes it can just be it just slide right on out and it manifests. And it's always taking place. And right now it's this child. I don't know who baby this is. I don't know. It's this baby. I dreamed about it last night. I'm still looking at God while I'm talking to you like, what's going on? Who baby is this? It's this baby that God has me nurturing. And I mean, I'm feeding this baby. I'm clothing this baby. I'm spending time with this baby. I'm talking to this baby. I'm praying with this baby. I'm doing everything with this baby as if it's my own. But I don't even, God never said it's my. I don't know whose it is. Whoever child it is, it needs whatever is on the inside of me. I'm nurturing this child. I don't even know who child, I don't even know what a mother is. <laughs> who the mother is. And God, when God, if God don't reveal it, it means it's not that, it's not the point. It's not the, you know, it's more bigger than that. So it's not focused on who the mother, who the child belongs to. The purpose is there is a child <laughs> that's right in my face that I'm taking care of. <laughs> but still, in nationality, I'm looking like, is the mother going to show up? But not that I'm rushing her to show up. But I don't know where the father is. I don't know they have siblings. I don't know. All I know is I'm sitting here with this child as if it's my own. I don't even know if it is mine. All I know is I'm nurturing this child. And God keeps showing me every second of what I'm doing with this particular child. This child is very powerful. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know who child it is. But I just, I'm nurturing this child all the time. Ever since, what, last night? It's been like every hour on the hour I've been attending to this child. And I'm just going to keep doing it until, you know, hallelujah. And God has shown me this child's purpose. He's, he's causing me to protect this child's purpose. It's a baby. How, this baby. If I had to say the natural age of this child, this child is like what? Like four, four months? I don't know who child is. Hallelujah. But it's a beautiful child, whoever child it is. You have a beautiful child. <laughs> and it's my pleasure to nurture your child, whoever child it is. And I want you guys to continue to pray for me. To continue to feed this child, nurture this child, love on this child. You understand? And not even just this child, but when we go outside into the world, I want you guys to pray for me. That I continue to be led by God and do what God asks of me. And I do the same for you. See, I love the fact that I put my arms around you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It feels good when God said you are a great mother. When God said you are a great mother, I'm trying to tell you, I love kids. I love, now, I'm going to tell you something. Becoming a great mother didn't happen overnight. <laughs> Let me put that out there in the atmosphere. It was always in me. I mean, it's in me to be a great mom, to be a friend to my children, to love my children, and most importantly, discipline my children. 
I don't mean putting hands on or disrespecting. I speak into my child. Like my son, he grew up with scriptures in his pocket. I grew up confessing and declaring decree and words. And do that mean I did not put my hands on him? I have in the past. But I don't no longer do that. I don't have to do that. Now I'm not saying, Prince, you don't. You do what you, you led to do by God. Let me say that. I'm not telling you how to be a parent. I'm telling you how God, you know, how I am a parent. How I am. And I always told my child, I always was affectionate to my child. Told him all the time how much I love, how much I care about them. Even though sometimes I thought that he got on my nerves. Or did something I didn't want him to do and kept doing, kept making mistakes and all this. And God kept saying, look at your son, has, has, how I look at you. All the mistakes that you make, all the mistakes that he make, show a lot more mercy. Show a lot more mercy. How does it look that God's so merciful upon you and you're not merciful upon your child? Hallelujah. So my cry and my prayer was, God, show me how to be a better mother. Show me how to be a better mother. And when, I, when my son grew up from, child, from infant all the way up, I could just stand right next to my child and look at him and he won't even move. And that's just how it is. I don't have to beat you. I don't have to punish you. You just know through eye contact, through you learning because me teaching you and disciplining you that I don't have to lift a finger. You're going to listen to my authority because I'm not going to stir you in the wrong direction. I'm only here to help you and love you. And a child knows that. See, children are like sponges. They soak up everything. And he soaked up all my love for him. I spent time with him. We played. We had fun. We wrestled. We did everything. And now that he's very affectionate. And sometimes I had to apologize. Because one time, I, man, he made me so mad. I'm trying to tell you. I had to realize. I said, oh my God, my son's seeing stars. I can tell he's seeing stars. Because I, I tore him up. But at the same time, I can't do that. And I thank God. That was when he was like, what, seven? Now I'm trying to tell you. Because he had a thing where he get when he gets so upset, he'll just pause, he'll pause his breath. You know when you cry, you like and you pause and then you turn blue and you about to pass out. He did that all the time and it scared the crap out of me. So cause he scared me, I tore him up. So I'm <laughs> so I was like, God was like, you know, be more nurturing, be more loving, be more understanding, be more merciful. And think about yourself when you were that age. Who wants to be hit on? And I pray right now for us parents, we don't talk to our children any kind of way. We don't want to be our, being a child friend does not mean that you have them do things that they shouldn't do because you're afraid of them being upset with you. That's not a friend. You're hindering them from spiritual growth to prepare them for their future and their purpose of being here. Their purpose of being here is not being a thug. Or not being a dance a stripper or you get what I'm saying? It's not okay to smoke with your kids, drink with your kids. Not okay for you to do it anyhow. Let alone with your kids. Hallelujah. So I see why God had me work with kids for so long. I started out at 16 working in an after-school program. And there were so many children coming from elementary school. There was like the age of five up to 13. And these kids loved me so much. They used to run from school to come to my presence. Because all I did was just love on them. I, I, I sat there with them and I related to them. I related to them. And when the program had to end, they were crying. What are we going to do, Miss Quinesha? What are we going to do? We want you. We need you to help us do our homework. I said, I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> Some of them say, why not? <laughs> it's so many personalities. I had kids talk to me about girls. Some talked about boys. You know, just listening. Just listening. And giving them honest feedback. So I really thank God. Because at one point I was like, God, why do you have me with kids? Why do you have me with young children? I'm trying to tell you. This is nothing of me of, at all. <laughs> trying to tell you. But now I see the bigger picture. I had something that the children needed. They needed nourishment. You don't know what these children going through at home. I had a couple of infants that I even took care of when I was working with. 
and I saw why the God would say, okay, this, this is God. I don't have to show you everything I'm doing or tell you everything I'm doing. Just follow. But sometimes when you keep asking, God say, look, here it is. So God, this, that was my here it is moment. There were a couple of children whose mothers were being abused by the fathers at home physically and emotionally. I had some fathers who was male chauvinists who just thought that women supposed to bow, lick their toes and all kinds of things. Mistreating your wife to the total utmost disrespect. So I had to pray for the children because that your child is, God don't want that child to, in fact, he want him to take place in your home. So I had to pray for every child in every home. Every child. And I thank God because there was a child from every nation. You name every country, I had that child of that place. And I like the feast, so what I did was I got the parents involved because I believe in building parent partnerships. It's very strong and it's very important when a person trusts you with their child. So I wanted the parents to feel comfortable with me. So I began to build partnerships with my parents. I began to sit with my parents, talk to my parents, pour out to my parents. And they said, you're a woman of God, you love God. So we know she's going to take care of it. She got God. <laughs> but that don't mean just because a person say they got God, they have God. You understand? But they felt the love. So they was like, I'd rather you take care of our children than us. So they start leaving me with their children all the time. Say, hold up now. Y'all got to come back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> These your kids. <laughs> Not mine. Hallelujah. I was, I was reminding them all the time, come back. Because they felt too comfortable with me taking care of their children. I mean, the hours was the, the most, the longest was been nine, ten hours. I don't see none of them in like 12, 13. I'm like, where, you at? where they at? Oh no. <laughs> come back. I love your children. But come back. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. Because I had to pray for these children. And the children always came back to visit me. Most of my children now that I had, oh my goodness, when I was 16, imagine how old they are now. I was 16, they were like 5, they in their 20s now, and every time I run into some of them, they'd be like, hey, or they try to impress me, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing that, I say, how are you doing, I don't care about what you're, all the other things, what about you, how are you doing, how are you feeling, I love you, I miss you, and I get to cry, I'm always crying all the time, <laughs> hallelujah, God said, you're going to be a mother of many nations. And I'm just not the only parent. I'm not the only spiritual mother. There's so many of us. And guys, you're parenting nations as well. You're a father of many nations. How do you know you're a father when you're feeding his sheep? When people are coming to you for encouragement and love. You can't give something you don't have. This baby is very playful. <laughs> I don't know. God, have your way with this child. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Because God just threw a child on me. <laughs> Let me say it like that. It's like a four-month-old baby. It's like I'm spiritually nurturing this child. And every time I'm talking to you, he keeps showing me this child and what we're doing together. Hallelujah. The reason why I'm saying it so much because it's never happened to me before. God ain't never just spiritually throw no kids on me. <laughs> now he'll bring people for you to pray for, but he never bought an infant that I'm actually spending all my time with. That's new to me. Imagine God bring this infant into your presence spiritually and every vision that you're seeing in the spiritual realm, you're seeing in the spiritual realm daily and you're nurturing this child, you're feeding this child. Everything this child needs, you have. And he don't even tell you the child's name, who the child is, who the child belongs to. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for every purpose you put on the inside of us. We are walking in the finished work. So we lift up our heads right now. We say, Father, we rest. Father, be you. Do what you want to do. How you want to do it because you've done it already. We say.
settle on knowing that you've done it already. Everything we're walking out, our entire testimony has already been fulfilled. It's already been established. And we're actually being rewind to rewalk what you already saw. What you already spoke over, spoke into. So continuously let, continuously let us be in a place of knowing that. Knowing that it's already done, we're just rewalking it out. Therefore, we now will watch what we say and watch our patientness, being patient, and knowing that we have to be anxious for nothing and stop coming to you asking you the same things over and over because now we're settled and we're, we're still, we're resting because we know it's already finished. Allow us to embrace that today even more, to know that it's finished. So we don't have to keep jumping up around, looking at God saying, Is he, you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it now? Are you gonna, when you gonna do it? How are you gonna do it? Or oh, can I have it? Now us to know that every promise you gave us is already done and given up, giving us is already done. It's done. Let me say it clearly. Every promise you have given us is done. We're rewalking it out so that bring us to a place of patience. Allow us to settle on knowing that it's a reason why you do what you do. And we're not even aware of why we've been patiently waiting. But it's working out for all good. Things that we're not even aware of. We don't have to know everything you're doing when you're doing it. We're just following you. We're not going to follow you asking you questions all day. That could be very annoying. But a person who just follow, trusts and they trust because they love. Even if you lead us to the deep end, we follow because we trust. We trust. Trusting in God. God showed me my walk with Him in the in the, in the area of walking through this dark tunnel. And He's holding up a light. There's lighting up wherever our feet step on. And once we leave that place, it becomes dark behind us. And it's dark before us until we approach us with the light. And I'm not asking any questions. I'm just following him. And while I'm following him, I'm looking around. Of course. Especially if you have eyes to see. You're observing everything he's doing. It don't mean you're asking them questions or you're moving out of being impatient. Be patient. And I'm going to tell you something. It's a darn lie for anybody to ever say that they wasn't out of patience. That they got some, somehow they got impatient about something. And sometimes we still are. Just because you're a leader does not mean that you have it all together. None of us do. So stop having people think that you know it all. Or that you don't be tried. Or you don't have any obstacles or tribulations coming your way. Tell them the truth. Throughout every obstacle and trial, it's victory. Therefore, I will not be moved by it. I'm not focused on him. My eyes are focused on Christ. I already know I'm an overcomer. Because nothing that I do cause me to overcome is what he done for me already. Let the people know the truth. Stop having them thinking that you're doing something. Something so great to get what you have. Just to gain a crowd. Because they will find out the truth. And that's how they become free. Hallelujah. Some of us are seeking God in his presence during this season so heavenly. To the point they sweat in blood. Using that as a metaphor. And I mean they're in God's presence. They're in God's face. Like where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I need more. I need more. I need more. How come? How come? How come? Rest. Jesus gave us so many examples on how to rest. 
Rest. Rest means to trust in God. Take the matters out of your own hands. Let Him do it. We're overworking ourselves. Spend this day trusting Him more when it comes to your life and your well-being. Stop trying to take care of it yourself. Let Him take care of it. It's already worked out for your good. I was so pressed to sow a seed. I'm trying to tell you. I've never been so pressed to give tithes and offering. I've never been so pressed to do that in my life. It's like I'm waiting for extra income just so I can give tithes and offering. I already gave the offering for the income that I have. So I'm pressed for whatever come my way. I can't wait to give my tithes and offering. It's like I'm so pressed to sow into the kingdom. It's so important. I made a promise to two important people in the kingdom. Two grandmothers. One was mine. And they came to me and they said to me in a vision. Promise me. That you're going to always tithe and offer. And I made that promise. And ever since I made that promise. It's like I couldn't wait to do it. You know what it's like to trust in God fully? Here, God. Here you go. I got this on my shoulders. Take it off. Here you go, God. Some of us walk around hunchback spiritually. Sometimes naturally. With all this weight on your back is weighing you down. I come against that weight off your back right now. Give it over to God. Let him be your God. Let him be your friend. Let him be your provider. Let him be what he wants to be in your life. Yield over to God right now. Every heart hearken to his voice and his presence right now in the name of Jesus. Every evil plan, we come up against it right now with the word of God. And we speak victory over it. Satan, your demonic plan shall not come to pass. It has to cease. May your plan continue to be under our feet. We are more than conquerors. More than. God is before us. Now who's higher than him? We have angels. Archangels warring on our behalf. To bring forth God's word to pass when God said he's your protector. So that means anything that's trying to cause you to be unprotected, it has to bow. Due to the archangels. Because of our prayers and our intercessions. That's how you walk victoriously. That's how we walk victoriously. That's how we walk untouched, unmoved, unstoppable. Because of the words we're speaking into the atmosphere. Peace doesn't go anywhere if you command peace to be still. Your peace shouldn't be all over the place. It's in your presence. So wherever you go, peace is. So say peace in me, be. Love in me, be. Patience in me, be. Perseverance in me, be. Strength in me, be. Authority in me, be. The God kind of character in me, be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't have to go around. Trying to persuade people that we're blessed. You're blessed because you're a child of God. Just simply yield and submit to the purpose. Your purpose is significant. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you so much. That you're always, you're always available for us. 
Even when we're lying down, you're there. We wake up, you're there. All the days of our life, you're there. You're there. It's so important. When I was a child, I was, I took swimming classes. I liked it. I liked the water. I really enjoyed being in water. And God was just showing me every time I had a swim meet or every time I got in the pool or did anything at a beach or whatever, he was always there watching me. That's why it's so important that we have to share and, and tell people about the goodness of our God. People don't know. And they're walking around here not knowing. They're walking around here worrying about bills. There's men out here who, who's, who's really pressured because they got to take care of their family. And they don't want their wife to know about the bills. And they don't want their family to be distressed. And he's up all night. And he don't have to be doing that. There are people that's got people in the hospital and they saying their final goodbyes. They don't have to. God. There's people walking around here hurt. Let me tell you something. I've been getting over 50 fan requests a day. And out of that 50 a day, only two are my women. And I looked to see, I was like, man, come on. Why am I keep getting all these friend requests? Like, come on, all these men, stop playing with me, Satan. And then I started looking, I started realizing what's, what's actually happening here. Then I started looking at these men, I started looking at these pages and seeing why they keep coming to me. Some of them are lustful, easy deleted. Some of them I can see right through it. I can see hurt and pain and all those things. It's a bigger picture. Even those who are lustful, it's a bigger picture. You won't be lustful too long because you're about to be introduced to love. That lust got about. See, I'm not a woman to be easily moved. So I don't care if it's 30 men. I don't care if it's 100 men. I'm on an assignment. And that's the only thing I care about. It's not about fleshly matters. The devil cannot overtake me. In no area. Let alone the area of lust. See he deceived me before. And because of that, I became much more. So he messed up by bothering me anyhow. Because you mess with the wrong woman of God. Now I'm much more aware, much more powerful, much more equipped, much more influential. Hallelujah. Intuitive. Much more. But these men are not here for me. So some that God asked me to befriend, I befriend them, but don't message them until it's time. It's not the time. Because it's not me that's going to reach them. It's who God has with me to reach them. And I mean 50 a day, it's, it's probably more than that. Whenever you hear my phone ding, 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 that's what, uh, that's what I'm getting. When he said you'll be a mother of many days, see, I'm praying for these people. I'm definitely praying for them. And some of them I can see suicidal thoughts. I can see some of them being t tormented so bad as a child. Some of them angry at their mothers, their fathers. Ooh, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the women I see too. Thank you, Jesus, for the vision. He's starting to show me double of everything. He'll show me some fruit, and he'll show me double. I'm starting to see things in twos. 
See, when God show you things like that, you have to pay attention. That's called a sign. Now, we can't take those signs in our own way of thinking and it matters of our own hands. See, one thing about when you're resting, you don't always say to God, is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? You just rest. And trust me, the time will present itself. Be anxious for nothing. Trust me, this, this don't, the way how I am, how you hearing, did not come overnight. I've been in God's presence on the floor. God, help me. <laughs> help my patience. Why am I like that? <laughs> Something that God promised you, you could want it so much. And you'll be like, and it, and it comes in your heart so heavy, you'll be like, God, help me. Help me. You begin to call up a heavenly host by their testimonies. I never embraced a Joseph as much as I did in this season. Who else I embraced so much? <laughs> Moses. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've been caught on them so much in this season. But I pray for you that you also receive what God has for you. In every area. By being patient. Knowing that God got this. What are we worrying for? Don't think because you don't see nothing taking place naturally that you're, that you're missing something or you're not doing something. No. When you're walking with God, you're right where, you want, where he wants you to be. Hallelujah. So continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. I love you guys so much. And I thank God for you so much. God has shown me the time. He showed me a clock. I share with you what he showed me because what he showed me is not just for me. I see a clock and the hands is going very fast. It went from 12, it's going fast from the one, from the two, from the three. I'm telling you, that man, he's, he's moving fast. He's moving fast. And I see a present, a gift. Hallelujah. See, just because he showed me things for me doesn't mean that he's not also showing it for you. Embrace it. Please embrace it. He's moving fast for you too. That gift is for you too. You have to be nurturing too. Be nurturing. Be, nurture your spiritual gifts. Protect your anointing. Because there are people around. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. There are people around who are envious of you, who are jealous because of what you have. And they're telling you not to do things that God wants you to do. But you have to have an ear to hear what God say. And trust me, you might, don't be confused. Don't, don't think you're confused because trust me, God's voice outweighs every voice. You hear me? So if you don't hear it strong enough, you just sit there and keep waiting. Be patient. You're good. You're all right. Just know that there's somebody always interceding on your behalf. If you don't know who, just know it's somebody. I ain't got to put my name out there. That's what we called to do. See, I ain't the person that go around saying everything that God is doing. Oh, I'm doing this, so I'm doing, I ain't got to do all that. Something is good to testify to strengthen everyone else who needs to be strengthened. And for me to also receive more strength. You understand? Do that mean I don't have to pray? I pray more for myself. Because I got to continue to be in the right place with God in order to continue to have you walking right with God. How am I going to get your, your walk right in my not? Come on now. How am I going to tell you that the way I'm asking I have on one? Come on. How am I going to try to prepare you for merge or prepare you for anything or even being a parent and I'm not a good one or I'm not one or prepared to be one? See, I know how God used me to pierce you with love. Not pierce you with conviction or pierce you with condemnation. Some people try to condemn us nicely. Try to prejudge us on a nice way of doing it. But I'm going to tell you something. Behind this smile is power. And I'd be darned if you think you're going to come and Hey, you already know the rest. I'm going to have to finish it. Hallelujah. Me or anything that belongs to me. Or anything that's connected to anything that's connected to anything that belongs to me. I talk really fast. I gotta slow it down. <laughs> that's why I re reword my words so much. I'm talking so fast. 
And I was never a fast talker. Trust me, I never talk so fast. I used to get on my sister for talking so fast. In fact, she won competitions for Santa ABCs in like 10 seconds, less than that, five seconds. I was like, she got the, she done, she got, she took the cake. She talks very fast. And I don't know, somehow I gotta slow my words down. But I thank God for you and your families. I'm not gonna hold you any longer. Just know that, just be still. Know that God already done it already. So now, therefore, all we have to do is just follow for what he already done. We don't have to be impatient. Keep asking God when, how, where, who, what. Just follow. Nurture your gifts. And be nurturing to others. I'm so nurturing. It's in me to nurture. A mother of many nations. And also a natural mom. I'm not going to say of many, but whatever. I'm just going to say whatever <laughs> on that. Hallelujah. And I thank you guys so much for your time. All is well. You're welcome with God. All is well. Your family is well. Your finances are well. Your health is well. You're covered. So enjoy this day with purpose. Enjoy this day with the audacity to know that everything worked out for your favor. Don't go around trying to sit God on people because people do things to you. Oh, God going to get you for hurting me. Oh, you a devil or you a demon. No, don't do that. We all been there. But God said, no, I gave my son for them too. So don't call them a devil. Don't call them a demon. Don't call them what they are not. Don't call them a drunker. Don't call them a, a smoker. Don't call them a stripper. Don't call them a drug dealer. Don't call them a fornicator. Don't call them a murderer. Don't call them a robber. Don't call them a thief. Call them a child of God. And whatever you speak over them, wow, your presence is more heavier. Whenever you, mm, God, when you speak, when you speak over them, that's what comes to pass. So we're speaking, we have to be careful to be speaking into people's lives. You're not that. So I'm beginning to speak what God see over you. Hallelujah, I receive that. <laughs> I receive it. I love the fellow God. I'm my best friend. And that will never change. Our relationship only gets greater from here, right? <laughs> That'd be the day if he answered back to you guys and say, right. <laughs> but he does answer. Hallelujah. I love his heart. His heart became my heartbeat. That's why I know in everything God called me to be, I will prosper. As a wife, I will prosper. As a mother, I will prosper. As what God called me to be, I will prosper. And everything that I do, because I do it out of love. And you do too. Hallelujah. So enjoy your day. I love you. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. These are the greatest days of your life. I'm happy for you. Love you.